You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 74 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name's Veronica in glorious 30-degree weather today on the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria, and, of course, here with our uh, Executive Director in Melbourne South, Mr Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. How good is it to be in shorts and thongs and uh, getting around a place <laughs> in some heat, which we haven't had here for a while? And can you believe... We're nearly at Christmas. Oh, this is unreal. It's just gone I so fast. I can't believe it. Actually, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you this morning because, um, and we say this every episode, we've been very good and we've actually we've uh, recorded some episodes ahead of time. So you're actually listening to us. We're, it's going to be the 1st of December tomorrow. Christmas trees are going to go up, even though I'm already seeing them everywhere. But I'm really interested to know how BNI members are bringing together those Christmas celebrations. You know, obviously we're allowed out. We, we don't have to be home by a certain time. Uh, we can actually catch up face to face. And uh, I'm just wondering how excited people are and, and what people are doing. Uh, we had a, a BNI Christmas Family Day yesterday, which was a great uh, on Sunday in a park, which was amazing. And I know other chapters are doing different things. So I wonder what you've heard, Brent, in our region, how are chapters doing it? Um, mainly because they've, um, because we haven't got, we've still got compliance issues in in this part of the world, uh, in and around getting into venues. So um, a lot of those events have been outdoors. <laughs> so people can actually go and meet in a park, have a barbecue and and get around those issues. And if the weather's really good, well, well, that's great too. So um, basically we've been doing that. Hopefully it all clears up in the new year and everything everything can go back to normal. But uh, yeah, it's Christmas, it's Christmas breakup party season at the moment in this part of the world for sure. Yeah, it's definitely getting a bit crazy. A lot of the parties are happening at home too, which I think is fantastic because you get to know your member even more when you actually go and see them in their natural habitat and all of a sudden you go and see their wine selection and you see all their hobbies that uh, possibly you don't know about them. So it's a really great time for us to really, as we're in care mode, um, getting to know members a bit better and uh, making the effort to turn up to these parties and, uh, and spending some time with our members because we've had too much time on Zoom and any opportunity to get face-to-face is a good one. Yeah, and before we move into our guest today, big thanks to uh, b Australia for, for sponsoring our podcast, as usual, and uh, we can't do this without the support of your local executive director who is uh, kicking in to help us actually bring this to you every week. So why don't we move into our guest, V, for today? What do you think? I think it's a great idea and uh, the word support comes to mind when I think about our next guest because uh, it's a great story of, of support in this chapter. Yeah, and we're off to southern New South Wales now and there we'll find Matt Dell, who's from Elders Insurance and he's got a really nice Zoom background with these uh, with his details on, which I really like, and uh, Elders Insurance in Ulladulla, so uh, in southern New South Wales. So welcome, Matt, to the BNI Australia Story podcast. Yeah, thanks, Brent. Thanks, Veronica. Thanks for having me. Now, Matt, how long have you been in BNI? We'd like to ask all our guests and get a bit of a picture of their experience and how long they've been they've been doing this and what their background is. 
Yeah, so only uh, a little over two short years um, in BNI for me. Uh, the Aladala chapter started in September 2019, and I was one of the, um, I guess, founding members, you would say, yeah, in 2019. I won the founders, V, in the launch chapter. So uh, love it, love it. So um, we we love having founders who have started launch chapters on, um, on our podcast. And uh, you're in the um, general insurance category in the sea change chapter, so how did you actually find out about it? That's what we'd like to ask as well. Yeah, so shout out to our um, ED, Paul English. Um, he does your voiceover for the start of this podcast, I think. He's a Hi. lovely fellow. Um, Thank you, Paul. It's a gift. Yeah, he does. He's a pro. Thank you. you can tell us to Eskimos with that voice, I think. And oh, we, um, we, Yeah, we love Paul. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, a, he's a good fellow. So he came down, um, saw myself because uh, he knew I was locally connected. And, um, you know, I grabbed a couple of other people, including a uh, member, um, Rob, who uh, is a member of a nearby chamber an hour away um, in his business. He's got a couple of offices and uh, a couple of other members. So we had four or five of us who, you know, had a, a foundation to start with, I guess. Um, we'd had actually a shout out to the Nara chamber about an hour away. They actually visited us and held a session in our, in our town. Uh, and we invited a bunch of visitors. So that gave us the momentum to say, hey, we, we've experienced it. We've had a taste of it and we think it'll work. Um, and then we started recruiting um, extra people from there. So, so yeah, we after about uh, four or five months of, of um, getting going, um, yeah, we launched in September 2019. I just want to scale back a little bit there. So a BNI chapter from another town an hour away... Yep. Yep. came and ran a meeting in your town so they could show everyone around what it was like. That's exactly right. Yeah, pretty generous, isn't it? As I say, we That's had... fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, so so some of them, just the nature of the town, some of them didn't have to travel the full hour. They might have, you know, they might travel half an hour north to their chapter meetings in the morning, um, and so they chose to tra travel half. But some of them, you know, it was a full hour's travel, which when you have a morning meeting, um, you know, obviously is a pretty early start. Um, but, yeah, they made the effort to come down and, and uh, that effort worked. So, you know, shout out to, uh, to, to that chapter to, to, who gave us the spark to get going up on, uh, on our own. That's how, we find that's, yeah, how we find that's awesome because, like, Veronica and I both launched chapters and the hardest part, especially in a regional area, hmm. is explaining what it's all, is trying to get a vision of what a BNI chapter, established BNI chapter is all about and how it works and the buzz of a normal BNI meeting. And obviously um, that's, um, yeah, that's a great yeah. way to do it. So, yeah, I know we have people who launch chapters um, yeah. uh, listen to us as well. So it's a really great idea to share. It's something we probably didn't think we'd, we'd get out of today, which I really like because I've launched yeah. uh, quite a few regional chapters as well. And my biggest problem was, hey, I've got this great product and, yeah, but all we can really show you is what we can tell you and show you a video. You can't, you know, you can't see, feel, touch. It's, it's a try before you buy. And when you're somewhat familiar with um, with the other people in the room, so you know they're genuine, and then you see those referral slips pass, you know, I mean, that was a paper slip still, of course, uh, and you see, you know, the the talk up and then uh, the the president, Anna, of, um, of that uh, chapter at the time, um, you know, gave a great um, introduction to BNI, sort of a speech. The other members in the room were really positive about it, and and um, yeah, it, it, as I say, just laid the foundation for us all to have a have a taste test to try before you buy. And um, it, it was enough for, I think we had about 
20 odd visitors in the room at that stage and you know 10 or 12 of those people um committed to joining the chapter at that wow. time and yeah, uh, so it's really worked it's it's one of um i don't think people really understand the work that goes into launching a chapter and i think matt you would know full well how difficult it is to get people to buy into something that they don't know what it what it looks like so they can't really understand the value of it you might have one or two people coming and saying oh look we're trying to start this chapter that will hopefully get to this size and it will be looking like this and yet you've got nothing tangible you haven't been to one yet yeah. but when you have a visitor come into an established bni chapter where you've got those 20 30 40 members they walk into something that they can already feel in the room and so right. launching a chapter requires so much more energy. So to have another chapter actually bring them all, the, all of them down to you and offer themselves to your guests to say, look, mm. we've got so much pride in what we do and we just have so much belief in our organisation and we'd love this for you. I mean, the sense of giver's gain around that is just mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. Look, but absolutely. I think the thing that you've got to back is the connector effect of um, having a couple of influential people that other and um, in a bigger town um, or a city or you know a suburb of a city or something that that's actually harder but in a smaller town I'm in service clubs like Apex and you know I'm the president of the business chamber and other things like that and in a small town it's actually easier because if I say to to Brent hey Brent you know me I think this is a good idea will you give it a go Brent will say sure like I trust you if you think it's okay that's okay. Whereas if Brent doesn't know me from Adam, um, then, you know, I'm trying to sell him on all the benefits. Whereas if I can say to Brent, look, I'm in, can you take me on trust? Yeah. Um, so in smaller towns that can work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to have that extra momentum of the other guys visitors to start with, um, that really got us going, I guess. And then, you know, from there. Yeah. And that's all we like to call influencers in the local community. So, sure. and I, I can fully vouch for that after starting three regional chapters in uh, in East Gippsland, that um, you really need the the influences in the local community who are connected mm. to uh, to help you start with that as well. So um, yeah, fantastic story. I, it sort of made me thinking, like um, you know, when when we're starting a group and and no one's got anything to actually compare it to or to visit another local group, it's like saying here. Um, you know, it's like going to buy a car from a brochure without having to sit in it, test drive it, feel it's comfortable. You see the brochure in the ad and say, and put your deposit down. Whereas in that case, they've got to actually sit in it, feel it, take it for a test drive as such. So um, the really um, devastating thing for your group in your region um, was after we finally got this chapter launched, you had a really big nat um, natural disaster in that part of the world with the uh, 2019 bushfires. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how um, the BNI group actually activated to help each other through that and what you went through? Yeah, look, the so as, as I said, we started, we launched officially in uh, September, start of September 2019. The Black Summer bushfires, as they're calling them, all up and down the, the East Coast um, were... Uh, in our um, area, it was New Year's Eve, you know, New Year's Day. Uh, and in a small town of 20-odd thousand, um, we lost, you know, over 100 homes on that night, um, a, a couple of lives lost. Uh, so it was pretty, and in one little, you know, uh, suburb or village of, of our of our small area, uh, you know, it was really devastating. Um, so 
you know, that with the, the fires have been threatening for a month before that, um, they were threatening for a month after that. We were basically under siege for almost two months. Um, so, and, you know, the lifeblood of the town is tourism. Um, we're right on the ocean here. It's a beautiful place. You should come and visit one day. Mm. And um, so, you know, with the highway cut, you know, both north and south and, you know, devastating fires and so on, then it was really uh, a really tough time for, for business and, and everything else that goes with it as well. So so it was, a you know, a lot of areas in Australia experienced that um, at that time, but in a small town, as I say, we're a bit tighter knit. Um, so in our group, um, we had some people, uh, some you know, BNI members who were directly affected, you know, their homes were, were damaged and so on. Um, one of them in particular had a staff member who lost everything um, in the fires, their house burned down. So um, it was a really, really difficult time. Um, obviously, as you touched on, Brent, I'm in general insurance, has been, have been all my life. Um, so it, it, and with, El, with Elders Franchise, we pay our own claims. So I don't just sell you a policy. I actually i am there to help you when you need to claim on it. So um, by far and away, um, that it was the most difficult time of my professional career as well at that time. Um, and frankly, we're still, I think the town still carries the scars. We haven't had a chance to completely recover because then COVID came, you know, on the heels of, uh, of, of the bushfires as well. So, um, I mean, on just to put a positive spin to finish that off, um, the, you know, tourism is booming. Um, the, the, everyone's trying to escape the cities after COVID and uh, get down here and, you know, empty eskies and those sort of things. So the future is very bright, um, but it was a it was a, a dark time. Yeah, it sounds like you um, and you know, you were right at the coalface of what was going on because you would have had a lot of claims to settle and the like. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard at one stage, even with the BNI group, the BNI group, um, you know, uh, Paul said, uh, "Yeah, you guys really don't have to meet this week. You know, we know what you're going through." Um, you can take a few weeks off for BNI, but the group actually wanted to still get together. Yeah, look, uh, I think I wrote this down, and I think it was actually Veronica who said it on a previous co- podcast, but she said, when you're down, it isn't money that fixes it. It's support and other people. And I actually wrote it down, Veronica, because oh, thank you. That, that's an, that encapsulates exactly how we felt at that time. We, we didn't need to meet to do business. We didn't need to meet to do referrals in, in case of some of our members Referrals weren't possible at that time, um, so you know, in a business sense, but it was it was a, a peer-to-peer support network, and, and I think um, again, just harping on it being a, a smaller town, I think that's an important aspect of BNI generally is that peer-to-peer support, and that um, you know, even through COVID, I mean, we we had members who are caterers or. Um, you know, those sort of things, um, accommodation providers and so on. So they were out of business, you know, due to COVID um, for a while there. So we were able to support them. You know, the caterer pivoted into, you know, online sales and home deliveries and stuff like that, um, supported by another member who was a web developer. And so, you know, it was a that was about business, but there was a lot of just hand-holding, um, you know, uh, shoulder-to-shoulder, um, have a cup of coffee together uh, that sort of kept kept the spirits up, I guess, and, and knowing that um, it was it was very close to home for everyone because everyone knew in a small town, knew someone who'd lost a lot. And then um, uh, in particular, you know, we had uh, a couple of members and one member who had a staff member 
Um, so it was re- it was pretty close to home for all of us. So so you're right. It, it, at least at that point, um, but there's an element of that ongoing. I think Brent is is it was uh, it was peer to peer support at that time rather than just business referrals. Yeah, I think we're um, we're we were able to activate the BNI Foundation to support locally too through this. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I um, and I thank um, all the directors in the BNI Foundation for that. So we did. Um, support the, the, that um, family who, you know, lost the home and um, we did make a donation towards, um, uh, I think, uh, school kids in the area and whatever. We provided some materials because we knew that there were some, you know, there's 100 homes, a lot of them were family homes, so there was, you know, a number of families with kids of all ages who had, um, who had lost a lot uh, and, and so on. So it was a, it, it was a difficult a difficult time. And then again, in a small town, as I said, I'm uh, connected with a lot of community groups and, and those sort of things. So along with the professional work, uh, you know, it was 24-7 um, support uh, between, you know, service clubs, uh, business chamber, you know, all of those sort of things. So the beauty of BNI was was in part um, to be able to connect some of those other things together as well. Um, so and you know connect them to BNI. Um, so you know it, the the smaller the town, the, the tighter those those connections are. Now, so when you said that, Matt, and recanted what I said in that podcast, I remember that podcast, and it was at a time where I was really low, um, and it's it's the it's the BNI consistency that helped me get through and that's where that comment came from because if I hadn't have had BNI in my life because uh, I'm a professional singer celebrant and MC so of course but you know as, as much as I was able to pivot it was still a massive um, interruption emotionally and physically for my whole family because my husband's a professional musician as well and I just when I was saying that I remember thinking about all the members that are out there feeling like I was that day and knowing that without BNI, we possibly would have been, you know, in the fetal position, you know, not knowing what to do. And even though you couldn't get referrals, having somewhere to go, having people you could talk to, and having people that just rang you and checked up on you, and just yeah. were thinking about you even when you weren't thinking of yourself. And there are a lot of us out there who, you know, we get by by just being really purposeful and 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 focused, and we try and it's not that we're even trying to put on a brave face. We just keep moving because that's what works. But there were people in B and I who rang me and said, "Listen, I know that it's not perfect. Let's just have a chat." Exactly. And look, it's really hard when you're a driven person and you can't drive forward. You know, and that's the thing. And a lot of us felt that way. A lot of people in B and I would be driven people. And when your your purpose is is paused for a little while, like yours was in COVID, Veronica, you know, that's that's really difficult, isn't it? You know, and that's what I'm saying about that peer to peer support. So, and look, look, you know, credit to yourself. I mean, you're you're supporting people. Through this podcast, you know, I've I've remembered what you said there, and you know, um, yeah. So hats off to you guys. Thank you. I love the way you put that too, Brent. We need to put that somewhere. Not easy to be driven when you can't drive forward. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Hey, um, just going back to uh, starting your chapter regionally, I like to ask you, Mel, were there people who ended up in the chapter who you did not know? Um. I'm the wrong person to ask, Brent, because I kind of think I know everyone. But, no, look, there were certainly people I didn't know well. Um, and, yeah, look, there probably was one or two that, uh, you know, I, I almost didn't know. Um, but, you know, uh, it's one, one of those people, I, I, you know, if I 
I can't walk down to the post office and back because it takes an hour and a half, um, you know, by the okay. time I stop and talk to everyone. So mm-hmm. um, I have to get a staff member to go. But uh, Man of the, people. Yeah. the reason why I ask that is because a lot of people think that, um, you know, why should we start a regional chapter? I know everyone already. Yeah. Well, look, I, I mean, my answer to that is that um, I knew a lot of those people. And, and to be honest, um, you know, I, I was doing business with a number of those people already. Um, but I, I, I recognise that um, those people weren't doing business with each other. So I'm, I'm not completely motivated by the money. I mean, yes, I do like the, the money, um, but in, in me, me personally, and, and I think in any chapter there's probably likely to be people on the scale. Some people, I'm not saying they're hunters, I'm, you know, they might still be doing the giver's game and all that sort of stuff, but they're, they're clearly there um, to do business and, and make money and support everybody else in the in the process. So they're on an eight out of ten or nine out of ten on a on a business scale, and uh, you know maybe in the bigger metro chapters and those sort of things, people tend towards that side. There's people like me who are down at the other end. I'm I'm one out of ten or two out of ten about you know about making money, um, and eight out of ten about connecting with good people. Um, you know having that peer support, um, having that sort of friendship factor and and those sort of things. So I mean. I, I just feel like BNI people are good people. You know, I've, over COVID, I've gone into, um, zoomed into other chapters and um, uh, over the, um, the recent um, uh, BNI convention, you know, I did a couple of one-to-ones with people around the country um, and stuff like that. And, and generally, BNI people are good people. There's not too many hunters and, and me, me, me people in BNI, which is nice. Um, and, you know, I think... Uh, just like the rest of your life, your business life is about the journey as much as it is as about your driven purpose, Veronica. And, you, you know, it's not just about the destination getting from A to B. It's about the journey. And so if you're going to take a, a journey, which is sometimes difficult, you've got to choose who t- you take that journey with. Mm-hmm. So I'm choosing to take it with, you know, um, some people who are about other people and, and share that um, sort of mindset that I, that I have. What a, what a great way to put it. It's a great way to yeah. put it. You choose the people. You do. Yeah. You do in your work, you know, if you've got employees and stuff and you do in your life, you know, they say you choose your, your friends and not your family, <laughs> that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, I think B and I can be like family, but they're chosen family, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what I can ascertain from this, and I was going to ask you the next question, do you think B and I is... Uh, good for regional to help build community. Obviously, you've explained that in um, in the affirmative uh, with what you've told us here. Oh, without doubt. And look, the other thing that I'll say too is that you know I've talked about the community support and the general good and the emotional support, but uh, I think um, I haven't really mentioned the professional support. So, like I, you know, the thing that um, motivates me a little bit is that even just to sort of watch. So, you know, we interviewed a um, Jordan who was a new to town, new to the area, young electrician, starting out on his own, barely knew anyone in town, but we could see he had skills and experience. Uh, he was motivated. Uh, and, um, you know, he's since succeeded. He's got a couple of apprentices, you know, he's flat out. Um, but he's learned some um, valuable lessons, he would say so himself, um, about, you know, professionalism and timeliness and, you know, those sort of things. He might have had it in him, but um, other members have, have coached him through that. And I've seen that sort of professional development, if you like. Um, Scott, who's got a, uh, a mower business, certainly, um, you know, says the same thing about learning um, some professional skills and, 
um, you know, administration and those sort of things. Um, so, so it's not just a peer support network. Um, it's also, you know, a professional development network as well. And that's something that, that can take years to actually learn in business and make a lot of mistakes with on the way. Whereas if you're connected with all those people and you've got those right people sharing those skills with you and those, and those, uh, and how they go about things and giving you the right advice, it can really fast track your business and, and, uh, yeah. and take you away from making, you know, sometimes mistakes that are costly or can put you out of business as well. Yeah. Try going to the, you know, the Australian Institute of Company Directors and sign up for a, you know, a business management course or, you know, a company director course or something like that. And it's thousands of dollars, you know, go in your own chosen industry and, and ask for, you know, sign up for a training course or, or try and find somebody who's um, worthy of being a mentor for you. And, you know, that's hundreds of hours and, you know, thousands of dollars or whatever, or just show up each, each uh, weekday morning to B&I and, uh, you know, the, the skills are in the room. You know, I've, I say that in our town, you know, if we, if we need something done um, that, you know, the skills are already here, we're a small town, but, and so professionally, I, I feel like, you know, B&I attracts the right people um, with the right skills and, and there's really very little you can't accomplish. I just had a question um, in and around that. So in, in terms of being a, a region, a town, a community, very, very tight-knit, lots of value there. On the other hand of it, if you've got a member who's possibly not living up to the BNI um, code of ethics, if there really needs to be possibly an accountability check, go on there. Um, how important is it to get onto that early because you've got you know, a small barrel of apples and that one apple can often, um, I guess in the, in the city it's different, but in a small tight-knit group it can actually be quite toxic and the effects long-lasting. So how important is it that you manage that and how do you manage that? Yeah, good question. I mean, we're only a couple of years in, so we, we haven't sort of had um, a, a, a member that didn't fit. Partially, I think, in because... Um, you know, we're, we're able to vet them that much more. Like we do, you know, everyone does know, as I said to Brent before, everyone does know everyone a little bit. So, um, the, but the, the point that you raise um, in, in a smaller regional town, um, you, you often don't have the competition for a seat. So, you know, there's lots of real estate agents and there's lots of mortgage brokers and accountants and, you know, all of those sort of things. But, you know, there's less um, of uh, particular trades. So, you know, I think you're right, uh, Veronica, you, we need to be careful that that person who's the one X occupation, whatever it is, um, that we don't just let them in because they're the only one. Um, I think, you know, you raise a good point that they need to fit with the, you know, they, the puzzle needs to fit in the jigsaw. Um, they need to be part of the team. And so if they're a hunter, if they're a, um, you know, if they're not in, on the givers game bandwagon, then they probably don't fit. So we haven't had to experience that yet. We, you know, we've, we've done our usual, you know, people wax and wane occasionally with their um, attendance or attendance. We go pretty well. People are, are pretty happy to come. But, you know, the referrals and, and all the other traffic light um, type stuff. Um, they do wax and wane a little bit, but um, I tell them to listen to the podcast. Get that gets their CEUs up. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy way to get CEUs for sure. Yeah. So um, you talk about volunteering being the ultimate part of Give Us Gain. So would you like to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, look, I, I mean, we think I've seen in the BNI um, uh, business builder training and, and those sort of things, you know, they talk about, um, you know, uh, 
make sure that you don't cut off your other connections. As I said, I happen to be um, now currently the president of the business chamber. A previous um, sea change member was also the, the, the president before me when I was vice president. Another member uh, is the treasurer and so on. So, um, you know, we're obviously well connected with the business chamber in our town, whereas, you know, I've had to have conversations with people about, well, aren't they competing? Well, no, they're not competing. Um, it's two different things. One's a referral network, one's a, you know, a general support network, I guess. Um, but I think um, both for your own, you know, for your professional development, um, but also for your personal development and also for your business development, it really... Well, a good way to get your message out there is to be involved in the community in some way. So it could be the kids' soccer or netball or whatever team. It could be, you know, a local service club of your Rotary and, um, you know, Apex or um, Lions or something like that. It could be in some other community group that you have an interest in. But And bring, that's the way to, to cross-pollinate. So you bring the BNI ethics and you bring the giver's gain and you bring those skills and you bring those connections back to that group and vice versa. You bring those connections that you've made with those people who might need their lawn mode or they might need a hairdresser or they might need an accountant and you bring those back to that to that group. So, you know, the the smaller the town, the tighter those connections. That That's my experience anyway. Oh, fantastic, Matt. This has been a great chat. Thank you for coming on today. And uh, it's been great to hear your story and uh, BNIC Change's story and how they've got through all this as well. What we ask all our guests is, do you have a tip for success you can share with our listeners within BNI? Yeah, look, it, it's a tough one because I just feel like, um, you know, Dr. Ivan's has got it right. Like, the giver's gain should be everyone's life motto. I mean, how do you follow up on that? Uh, I think that that's that's the best thing. But Probably, look, just to leave you with, with something, is, is the thought is, is two things just quickly around that being, you know, being engaged in something else. It can be when you've got a busy life and a, and a B&I on top, but, you know, try to find one other thing that you can, you can do um, volunteering-wise and whatever and, and bring that back into the room and probably just have a think about your chapter and, and where you think all your other members sit on the business referrals versus support network. So if I was thinking about how can I support other people in my chapter, um, some people are really hungry for referrals, but some people just want that, that chat and that cup of coffee that Veronica was talking about. And that might, may change over time too. So if you're connected to the other members of your chapter, what do they what want from you today? They might be desperate for a referral, but they might be just desperate for a cup of coffee, Veronica. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Good point. Hey, Matt, uh, thank you for being on our uh, guest on our podcast today. Uh, Matt Dell from Elders Insurance in Oladoa and a member of the BNIC Change chapter and a founding member. Uh, thank you very much for being with us today on BNI, the Australian Story podcast, Matt. Thank you. Great. It was a pleasure. I actually feel really honoured. I feel like I'm like <laughs> zoomed into Hollywood or something because I hear you You've all made the time. It. Fantastic. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> That looks like we've made it too, Brent. Someone thinks that it's a big deal. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, awesome. <laughs> it is a big deal. Your reach is wider than you think. As I said, you know, I mean, you you really are doing good work there. Thank you, Matt. Thank you very much. We appreciate it, Matt. So, Veronica, well, what just, a great story. I feel like I've... I feel like I've just sat down and had a, a really nice conversation with someone today during our podcast with Matt just so clear and so succinct in what he was saying. And I think that's something that I've been missing over the last couple of years. It's been so chaotic. 
it's been such a chaotic couple of years that it's really nice to just hear someone speak who just seems to be so clear on what BNI means for him and his business. And uh, I feel like in my heart and my brain, I'm clear, but sometimes I do feel like I'm still in a bit of chaos. So I just really appreciated having him on the podcast today. Um, one of the things I was going to say to you, Brent, is that I am, uh, it's just a bit an outstanding effort that I have seen around the region of LT teams becoming engaged in their roles more than ever before. I've, I've never noticed such a level of people stepping up into these roles and giving extra, you know, freely doing all the amazing training that's available now on BNI, but really owning the roles and the success that the chapters are having just in our region has been um, has been proof of, of, of that giver's gain within the role. And I just wanted to mention that and hats off to all the LTs that are, what, a month in, six weeks in to their uh, to their role because they've really taken it with two hands and, and the, the results are showing. Well, it's really important to put yourself into a leadership team role and do it well because you are really visible in a leadership team role and that visibility is great if you do it really well and people see you're an organised person and you're doing the right thing. But if you do it badly, it can actually damage your reputation a little bit within the chapter. So it's really important for people to to do the training, make sure their training's up to date and make sure they're they're organised and 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 doing the role well. And if they can do that, it really enhances their reputation. And in the end, uh, when you've got an enhanced reputation and more visibility in the chapter, more referrals will come your way within the chapter. And that's a that's the benefit of uh, of being in the LT role and doing it really well. The extra visibility and credibility you get from it. Uh, what is your tip for the week? Well, my tip for the week it's it's a pretty simple one this week. Um, <sighs> What I'd like to say to people, it's nice to be important, but it's important to be nice. So um, I don't know if you've ever had a situation where you've met someone and, you've, and they've fobbed you off or, you know, or someone you've looked up to and they've just, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't give you the time of day. You know, it's not a hard thing to do to be nice. And, you know, it can, it can as Warren Buffett says, it can take years to build a, a reputation and a minute to destroy it. So... You know, when people are coming up to you and even if you've had a, you know, a trying day, don't be an asshole to them, you know, just be nice. And uh, and don't if you are having a trying day, explain it, you know. And, don't and, that out, Steve, because, you know, it's real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so, yeah, it's nice to be important, but it's important to be nice. And just be nice to people. And you know what, that person down the track, you know, those people will remember that. And they'll remember how you made them feel. And if you made them feel bad, they'll remember it for life. So if they may, if you made them feel good, they'll also remember that for life. It's a great point. And uh, about a week and a half ago, that exact thing happened. I introduced two people, one of them who I thought would be a great uh, BNI member. And the way they treated somebody else, I just was so grateful I had seen it before I had uh, brought them to a meeting. So I think it's just, um, it's simple, but I think it's a very powerful point that you've just made to finish off our podcast. Number 74, thank you to Steve, our podcast producer, ensuring everything runs smoothly and uh, not beeping out anything. We're okay. And uh, our fantastic... Hey, we're real life. We're real life, baby. That's, <laughs> that's the way it works. Well, here is what you get on the podcast. Even that's the it. 
laughing and the postman knocking on the door. And thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> with uh, other members who you think might benefit from some of the stories of our real members with real stories on our real BNI, the Australian Story podcast. 